This is the No Spoon Podcast. I'm your host, Red Pill Che, and welcome everybody to the next episode of the No Spoon Podcast. It's been, we just realized it's been a few weeks here, so we're here with um, Red Pill Nikki is in studio as well. I'm back again. Yeah, she's there. <laughs> so I just want to welcome everybody that's listening in and um, that is sharing this and getting this out there, and those who have continued to share, continue to listen. If you haven't listened to any of the previous episodes, you can go to the thenospoonpodcast.com. You can get all the episodes that we've ever recorded there, um, blogs, any type of content is there. But it's been three weeks, huh? It has been. Yeah, it's been three weeks. I didn't realize that we haven't we haven't really we've been doing a lot, getting out a lot, <laughs> going around across the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, before we you know before we get into, I just want to thank everybody that that listens again, and also you know let you guys know that your your support is appreciated. We need this. We need the support right now at this time, especially as man, censorship is going way up. So yeah. we got to get we got to get this message out there to people. I want to also say this that you know this message isn't it doesn't have an extra expiration date you know what i mean like november 3rd doesn't end our mission our mission is bigger than november 3rd our mission is bigger than trump or biden or anybody that's running for office right now is bigger than that so i'm not like okay we're rounding third and headed home now we just started you know what i mean so don't look at this like oh we gotta we gotta go hard now the election we're gonna go hard all the time election or no election you know what i mean november 4th we're still gonna have the same mindset so but i thank you guys for listening and and no like i say all the time man i'm a student so I'm learning, so I'm open to anything uh, that uh, suggestions or any type of information you guys might have. I feel like, you know, not one person knows everything, but everybody knows something. So with that in mind, we always bring something to the table here. But we're kind of going to do this new, like, not like a new thing, but it's just like the way we kind of want to structure the way um, we get these podcasts out. We're doing a lot more, and you'll find we'll talk a little bit more into that as we as we get going. You know, we, we kind of want to do episode where we kind of just talk about different topics that is going on in the news, you know, give our inside give our input you know not go you know extremely in depth but just talk about certain things and then at the same time we'll also have another episode we're going to try to put at least two episodes out a week and that Mm -hmm. means one like this where it's just me and nikki maybe somebody else will come in as well and join us just to just to throw you know our opinions and ideas around and discussion dialogue basically um but also then we want to also do an episode a week where we're interviewing and talking to somebody that's out there too somebody that's you know with different perspectives different things that's going on and that's what that's what we're headed for as far as how we're going forward with the podcast but um like i said we've we've been doing a lot we just came back from um dc this past weekend we went out to the uh blexit rally in um washington dc yeah. at the white <laughs> house uh they invited us we, we went we went along with our lexit team that was the first time i've been to D- it's the first time i've ever been anywhere out of california basically first time i've ever flown yeah you did better than i did yeah but it wasn't that bad no it was it was no it wasn't that yeah, bad at all it was, it was like terrifying. really it, like i felt like you know it's smoother than a car yeah, no, I didn't. No, I didn't get that. I don't like. I don't like the takeoff and all that. So I'm a baby. Flying was perfectly first time I ever flown, but it was fine. Whatever. I just don't like sitting down for long periods of time. Four we, or five. We all hour noticed. Flights. We all noticed. He yeah. asked every five minutes, "Where are we? Where are we?" Yeah, I don't like. I don't like being. How much longer? Being stuck. I don't like getting my hair cut. I don't like <laughs> you know even watching sitting there watching a movie. I get restless. I need to move around. But um. Yeah, we went out to Washington D.C. We were we didn't find out until like the night or no, the, day. the morning of the morning we left. Yeah, they were saying you guys were gonna go to the White House. We got woke up and got no. I think it was just we got a message from right. Jesse. Yeah, he said you guys go to the White House and and all the girls panicked because we're all going. What are we gonna wear? <laughs> they gave us shirts, but yeah, no, they gave us shirts and. I am still waiting for that $150 check 
that Candace Owens was it only one fifty? I seen one place said that it was one hundred and fifty dollars plus. We had to sign non disclosure agreements. Oh, I never signed mine. You didn't? No. I'm gonna break it right here. You I'm should. gonna just start talking I'm about things I mean, that I shouldn't. You know, yeah. all the all the little. You know, I mean, what, I mean, what could we what could we possibly <laughs> say know. that could be like so um, you know scandalous as far as like oh what what we couldn't disclose to anybody Stupid. like yeah you know Trump went around breathing on everybody <laughs> like he blessed us with his holy breath. <laughs> And we all got COVID, but we can't say that, guys. Yeah, so, so hypothetically, stupid. let's say that happened. <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah, and I, I seen all. Did you see all the different things that said that that they that they paid us? Everybody was paid. Here's what happened. I mean, really, what happened is Blexit had a rally, a Back the Blue rally, mm-hmm. and they invited a lot of people. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and they invited us. Um, they invited the whole Lexit team, but that makes sense because Lexit and Blexit. They rhyme. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, this, it's it. They invited us. They invited a lot of people, and these weren't random people. They, no. they make it seem like they just, you know, put out a Craigslist and said show up. Like no, yeah, no. They, they, these people have been active in this whole movement, yeah. and they were, you know, invited. And we were invited, and that and that was it. You know, I didn't. They didn't pay for anything because I paid. We paid for Ubers, and we paid for food, food and we paid for everything else. Yeah. You know that that we you know got on this trip, but it's like man, we didn't that, get paid to go to the rally. We didn't get paid. No, I didn't get. I mean, it would have been nice, but we didn't. I wouldn't have turned it down. No, I mean, if they were to <laughs> contact us right now and be like, "Here's a little something, something," and I'd, I'd, I'd be fine. I'd gladly take it because you know, after a while, you're like. Somebody pay for something. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm upset they didn't pay for us. You know, there was a lot. Well, I just just stopped myself because I was going to say that was a lot of walking we did, but you and Brittany got a scooter. So, well, I mean, look. So they have these scooters and cheaters. You, you know, everybody was marching. Well, I, let me say this: I wasn't allowed to go to the White House. So, like I said, it was last minute thing, and most of you probably already know my my whole situation in the background. So when you know my name came up, the background check didn't go through. So it was it was like I said, b- being a last minute thing and being so I wasn't able to be there on the lawn, on the White House lawn when he gave his speech and everything like that. So I was there at the rally. I was there after the rally. I was there, but I couldn't actually get onto the White House grounds. But you know, I would have loved to have gone to the White House. But it gave me time. We weren't there long. It gave me time. I got to go see all the monuments yeah. and all the different tourist places that you go see and everything right there in dc is like all walking distance so why walk when they have these scooters that you can just rent and just go around on a scooter it, it, it got it to where i can see different things and uh in a shorter amount of time and we were able to do it and then when you guys came were done and went on the march i'm not giving a scooter up <laughs> You guys rolled around. Every time I thought I would lose you, I would just look on the sidewalk, and you'd be like the the little Wicked Witch of the West. Just oh, I mastered the scooter, by the way. I like. I He's like, doing tricks. If, it, <laughs> I'm just if there was an Olympic event with scooter electric scooters, <laughs> I would be involved. You know, DC is a place that um, you have to go see. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's like it's just all the different, all the history, all the. You know, the monuments, the memorials, the different things that are there. Look, whatever your beliefs are about this country, you should. It's a piece of history. It's history there. You know what I mean? It's like it's 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 really like it was really um, it was it was surreal just being in all those just walking and be like, there's the White House. Right. Are you serious? Like that's I've seen this on TV billions of times. Yeah. 
but it's right there. That was crazy. I was like, and there it is. Oh, oh, well, there it is. Yeah, like there's there the White House. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's right there. It's I'm crazy. like, wow. So it was it was cool, and it was cool to you know just to, and that's why I say they make the, the media makes things sound like they just invited just random people to make it to for optics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to hope, so it looks good. Yeah. But all these people were are people that you know are super active. They're super active. They're out here. You know what I mean? And they're out here campaigning. They're out here doing doing what they feel is is is, yeah. is right by this whole election process and everything like that and and to sit here and you know say like, "Oh, we were paid to be there or you know, they even criticized her saying she she that Blexit flew people out and paid for. Th- I mean, but a lot of times that's what happens when you get invited places. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've never it's not like, hey, come and speak at our school. And by the way, you know, figure out how to get here, figure out where you're going right. to stay. That doesn't work like that. You know, the media just feeds things to people to make it sound good. And that's really not what happened. We were there. And, and, and the best part, as I was saying, because they weren't random people mm-hmm. like we were around the people that we all follow on social media and we follow each other and you know what I mean? We from go different to rallies par- together. Yeah. And even people from different parts of the country that you're mm-hmm. like, Oh man, I follow you. I follow you too. Like I like your stuff. I like, you know, just to sit there and talk mm-hmm. to these people and you know that, I mean that, that was probably one of the best parts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just the different people we were able to meet and you know, the connections we were able to make and, and the ideas we were able to throw around and brainstorm. That was probably one of the best parts, man. And I, you know, for my first ever time, like really going out of the state and going somewhere, it was a, uh, it was, it was, it was a great time. I'm, it's a good man, first trip. It sometimes it's like, wow, like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> I never could have envisioned some of these things. I am. You know? So that's what we've been doing. So you know, you'll see more things coming. More things are on the way. We're starting to actually put together some, um, making some of these ideas become tangible. You're going to start hearing about it soon. But one of the biggest news this week is Supreme Court hearings for Trump's nominee, who is Amy, Amy Coney, Coney Barrett. Barrett. You've been watching. Have you been? Have you been paying attention? To I it? I have. I was watching it this morning, and I watched it a little bit yesterday. But today, Wednesday, yeah, I didn't watch it Monday. Monday, I felt like I needed a break. I need a break from all politics after all. I was like, I did my part this weekend, okay? Give me a break. <laughs> yes, I didn't watch anything Monday, but from what I've seen, um, I don't know how this woman is sitting there that whole entire time mm-hmm. with barely any questions being asked of her. They're just having their own like campaign, basically, no, that's exactly to just trash Trump, trash everything that he's doing. And then at the end, there's really no questions. It's And it, what they're asking of her are hypotheticals or... You know, they want her opinion on certain things that are already, you know, being discussed, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's a joke. It's just an absolute joke. But she is the most poised, composed person I've ever seen in that position. Mm -hmm. She's she's incredible. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that they know that there's nothing they can do about this nomination. Right. You know what I mean? Like she's going to get it. And there's nothing they can do about it. Right. I think that they they know that, and therefore their strategy isn't to necessarily um, attack her. It's to attack Trump. Right. Because the message they want to send is not to her or any of the other senators that are going to be voting on her. It's more to us, right. the people. Because they know we're watching. Right. And so and so what they're saying is is they're asking her question. Like, she's doing the right thing by the law. Here's what people don't understand. As as a judge, right? As a judge, especially especially in the appellate courts, mm-hmm. okay. As a judge, you're you're obligated to apply the law 
to cases, right? Mm-hmm. And and what that means, is, and here's one thing I've I've learned, and, and everybody will tell you this has ever been through the system. Every case is different. Right. Yep. Every case is different. You know how many times I've seen people be like, "Well, such and such got this amount of time, and he had the he had a case like I had a case, and he got this amount of time, so I should get." First of all, first of all, like you like I just said, every case is different, right? Every prosecutor's different. Mm-hmm. Every attorney's different. Every courthouse is different. Yeah. Everything is. You can't. You can't do that. So you can't look at court cases and say, "Well, if this is like this, and it's like no, it's not really. It doesn't work that way." That's why judges and people like, like I said, especially in the appellate courts, their job is to look at the case, look at the elements, and apply the law. Right. That's it. So when you're asking her questions like, do you disagree with um, Scalia's uh, dissenting argument in such and such versus such and such? I, I can't, I can't yeah. give you an answer. She, she doesn't have the evidence in front of her. She's not here. It's, it's ridiculous. Right. Or uh, Roe v. Wade. In so many words, they're saying, are your plans to overturn mm-hmm. Roe v. Wade? You can't overturn. Are you going to overturn Obamacare? You can't overturn something just because you don't like it. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Like if you get convicted of a crime and you lose your case, obviously, because you got convicted. So you have a chance to appeal it. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, is that you can't appeal guilt or innocence. Right. You can't. You can't. You can't say, hey, um, I need a new trial because I'm really innocent. And they found me guilty. Right. And they're like, well, how many do we give you? Because you had a jury of your peers, 12 people, and they found you guilty. You got to accept that. Yeah. What you appeal is the procedure. You appeal the constitutionality of the procedure. So, for example, a lot of people will take like like a lot of people will do one of the most commonly used things when people are appealing a criminal case is ineffective assistance of counsel, which Mm -hmm. is. Your lawyer didn't do. Lawyer sucked. <laughs> but but you have to define that though. Yeah. You can't say my lawyer wasn't it. any good. Yeah. You have to say, hey, I brought up this and I told my lawyer to present A, B, and C. Those are fundamental aspects of my case. Yeah. And he didn't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't just say, well, he didn't do a good job. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> he didn't do a good job. You know, I mean, th- that's all relative to the individual. Like who, you know, one person will say, yeah, he did a good job. Another person say he didn't. So, right. but as a judge, as you're ruling and you read the case, you can't go, man, this guy is innocent. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to grant his appeal because I think he's innocent. Yeah. Because that's not what you're ruling on. You're ruling on the procedure and it was his rights violated. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Jury instructions is another thing that they appeal a lot. Did the judge give the proper jury instructions? Mm-hmm. It's that simple. If he did, denied. If he didn't, then we have to review this case some more. Right. So as a judge, you can't, as a Supreme Court justice, you can't sit there and go, I believe abortion is wrong. I'm going to overturn this. Right. No, you have to. And plus, Roe versus Wade is already in the, it's already in the books. It's already there. So the only way that that gets overturned is if somebody files a lawsuit citing specifically citing that case mm-hmm. and it makes it to the Supreme Court. Right. Even then, a judge can't um, 
A judge can't rule based on whether they agree or disagree with abortion. No, the judge rules based on did is what's the structure of the case. Mm-hmm. What are you specifically uh, a filing suit against? What are you specifically What's the issue with Roe v. Wade? How is that unconstitutional? How is it unconstitutional? Now, you can look at, okay, let's just say, for example, you have all judges on the Supreme Court. All nine judges are against abortion, Mm -hmm. but Roe v. v. Wade is there. Yeah. And so I say, I'm going to write a lawsuit against Roe v. Wade and say that uh, Roe v. Wade violates my constitutional right Mm -hmm. because abortion is wrong. If I just write that, that's getting thrown out. Right. Even though they all agree with me that abortion is wrong, it's getting thrown out because, I mean, what kind of case is that? Yeah. Well, I think it's filing wrong. cases every single day. Yeah. So, so, but what they're doing, what I see Democrats doing is they're throwing these things out there because their objective is to scare you into voting for Biden. Right. So they're saying, you see, she's Trump's nominee. So we've asked her about Roe v. Wade. She won't give us an answer. Mm-hmm. She might overturn it. We asked her about gay marriage. She won't give us an answer, yeah. so she might get rid of that. We asked her about um, the Affordable Care Act. She didn't give us an answer, yeah. so she might get rid of that. She's all, See, that's why we have to get rid of Trump Yeah. because he appointed her, and she's there to do his bidding. Mm-hmm. That's their whole. That's the whole game plan. So you know. That's why there's not many questions, and the questions that are being asked are completely, completely one. They're disgusting. Asking her right in front of her children if she's a racist. Yeah. Asking if she's ever uh, sexually assaulted anybody or has. It's like, what did they expect her to say? You know, I forgot. But you, one of the things about that. Um, here, here's the thing about that that kind of has me like, hmm, that's interesting. Because you ask these questions. So remember, everything is – this is a chess game. So every right. move is important. Every move is setting up another move. So if I sit here and I say, you ever, uh, have, you, have you ever faced disciplinary action for harassment? No, I haven't. Oh, three days later, guess what we found? Mm-hmm. One of your students said you harassed him. You said that didn't happen. Right. Now we have to call him in and testify – and we're going to put him through four or five days of testimony. We're going to make the Republicans have to question him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all that's doing is stalling for time. Yeah. You know, so when I heard them say, ask her those questions, I'm thinking, why? You yeah. got something up your sleeve that you're trying to, you're you going to come with. randomly ask questions like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, so it's all like, it's all just a political theater. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's this is this is game that's being played, and everything is political these days. Everything is political. So I thought she did a good job as far as how she answered. She answered it as a judge supposed to answer. Right. You know what I mean? If she would have said, "Yeah, I I don't think I think abortion is wrong. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna strike down abortion." That's you know, but that's not gonna happen. She's not gonna say that. But it looks like that. Uh, uh she's gonna get the nominee. Of but course. they're they're going to they're they're playing this to. Uh, for the election has nothing to do with has nothing to do with you know um, her nominee mm-hmm. nomination has nothing to do with that. No, this is their time to talk. Yeah, it, they're just they're they're and, and then and then the other thing that they're doing is they're lying to people, mm-hmm. which is not a surprise. But when when you say you know their thing is uh, this should wait. Yeah, they made it a big deal about a lo- lot of them have asked her about that almost. 
I don't even know. They just keep saying, like, this is wrong. We're having to rush this. I haven't had time to, pre- to pre- prepare because I haven't. This was so rushed and this is so fast and no questions asked. Just as all statements, statements. Right. But yeah, they brought that up a lot. But, you know, it's like, uh, it's like here's the thing. Once again, people don't understand how, how this is supposed to work here, right? They're, they're sitting here saying the American people. Listen, you've got to listen to the language that they use here. The American people should decide mm-hmm. who the Supreme Court, next Supreme Court justice is, right? Yeah. Okay, first of all, <laughs> the American people never get a say-so in Ever. who is on the Supreme Court. We elect the president who then, we elect the president who nominates a uh, uh, a, a nominee, a Supreme Court mm-hmm. justice. So what happens is by uh, by proxy, we nominate the person that we think is going to nominate people on the Supreme Court that's going to do right by us. So with that being said, they're saying we should wait until after the election to um, to pick a Supreme Court judge because it should be the people's candidate that nominates them. However, in November of 2016, the people did nominate right. a candidate. Yeah. And that candidate is still the president. And he is still obligated to fill that vacancy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And because he's the president and he'll be filling that vacancy, that's the people having a say so. Right. Now, you can't just change the rules because it didn't work in your favor. You know what I mean? You can't just say, well, you know, it should be the next election. Mm -hmm. So. How long does the term does the president have? He has four years. Right. And so the current president is going to be in office for four years. It's not been four years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying, like, the way that the way that they're uh, the way that they're doing this and the way that they're 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 telling it to people. This is just because people don't understand. Well, first of all. And I don't I don't mean to be in, insulting to anybody, but if you're a Democrat voter, you're probably not that smart. True. I'm just, because it's almost like that's they they need you to be kind of dumb. Yeah. They need you to be emotional and they need you to be not thinking logically so that you'll say, OK, uh, whatever you say. Yeah. Like, well, what they're see, they're trying to get rid of democracy. They're not letting the people have a say so because we should have a say so in this. Not realizing you did have a say so in this yeah. four years ago. Yeah, sorry. The people spoke. Yeah. Just because it wasn't your candidate, it wasn't the person that you wanted. That doesn't mean that it's not valid. Like the people spoke already. Right. So it's like you can't just keep making up the rules or changing the rules to benefit you, and that's what they do. They're like spoiled kids, really. They're just like bad spoiled kids. Yeah. So now they're talking about packing the court. Yeah. You know. Gotta get my way. We didn't get our way, and and I liked how what's the name Pence he had said he had put it in those terms like, so are you going to change the rules because you didn't get your way? Yeah, because that's really what happened. Yeah, is you didn't get your way, so therefore we want to change the rules. Mm-hmm. And this this is the things that that's that's crazy to me is like why does everything have to ch- why do you change the whole structure of the game? You know what I mean? Like you're the only ones doing that. Right. You're the only ones like. Nobody said the Electoral College was racist when Obama won mm-hmm. two terms. I didn't hear anybody saying, and that Electoral College, man, that got to go. No, you won. Yeah. So everybody was cool with it. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. I just think this is a, I think this is, it's all political theater. They're just trying to get their point out. And it's all for, it's all for the election. It has nothing to do with her. She's going to get the nominee. She's going to get appointed to the Supreme Court. And then we're going to have an election on November 3rd and, 
who knows what's going to happen then. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like I, I see everything going on, and I see all the support that Trump has. And, I mean, it's 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 crazy compared to four years ago. It's Then it, it still worries me. Are you worried? I mean, one, I'm worried because I don't know what they're going to do to make sure that they do win, because I don't think he has the support. I don't think Biden has, no matter what these polls say. I mean, the polls were saying that Hillary was way ahead, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know. I don't know what they're going to... Well, two things I think about polls. I think in a day and age when anybody can, when people are afraid that their information is going to be leaked, that when you have somebody on the phone saying, what's your name, where yeah. you live, <laughs> and they know your phone number, and they say, who are you voting for? right. Trump's not a pretty safe thing to say Mm -mm. if you're worried about stuff like that. I mean, I mean, listen, I know people who they'll lose their job. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll lose their job. So it's like, you know, I I just there's that aspect of it. There's Mm -hmm. that, that aspect that comes with the with with the polls. Also, the other thing is, is that media we know is fake. Right. And media has an agenda. And, you know, when you have those people that are undecided. At this point in the game, you're fighting for those people that are really, really just undecided. Can, am I, am I the only one that can't imagine that there's people that are undecided right now? I mean, I just think it's such a clear, you know, cut of either this one or this. You either defer. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. There's people that are undecided, but here, but here's the thing: those people can be influenced by polls, especially if polls yeah. say one candidate is going to win. Yeah, and so they say. Okay, I'm just not going to vote or either I'm not going to vote or I'm just going to vote for who they're telling me is going to win. Yeah, true. And it's just, you know, that's that's how media plays their little tricks and they have everybody convinced that, you know, the, the everybody is on their side. I per- personally, I think the Democrats their their strategy isn't to win, it's to keep it close. Mm-hmm. And if it's close then they then they can dispute it. Right. And then this can drag out in court. And oh at the gosh. same time, well, at the same time, though, the riots will be going on. Yeah. There will be, you know, because they'll be saying that they cheated. They'll be saying that, you know, Russia was involved, that oh Russia helped God. Trump. You, you already know that they're going to do all that. And and cities are going to burn and Democrats are going to make, you know, veiled threats of saying like, well, I mean, the people are speaking. Yeah. By burning down the cities. We warned you. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. That I mean, this is this is like. We've seen this. Like, we have we know- 20 days. Wow. 20 days. Yeah. What do you think of, uh, what's her name, Nancy Pelosi and the 25th Amendment she's pushing for? You know what? I really haven't looked into it. I've seen it, but I haven't really looked into it. Like, no. I don't I don't really know, like, specifically what, what, what she's trying to do with that. Well, from what I understand, um, it's basically, I guess it's never, the, it's always been there, but no one's ever really used it or pushed it, but it's just... It gives it gives them the ability to basically strip him of being president if they find out that he's not mentally capable. <laughs> yeah, I did see. Yeah, I yeah. know what you're talking about now. Like, man, I don't know. It's it's just listen. I know this that when he won the election in 2016, they were talking about impeachment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. Hey, I just got hired for the job, and now they're already talking about Figure firing. Out a you. way to fire you. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so, they, so, so we went through the what with the the Russia, Russia collusion, collusion. We went to the Ukrainian stuff. When that didn't work, we went to coronavirus. When that didn't work, then we started burning everything down. And so it's like, 
man, 25th Amendment, 24th Amendment, First Amendment, whatever, it doesn't matter. You, they might write a whole new constitution and change yeah. it. You know what? The way that they do things, and, and the media will help them. I wouldn't be surprised if Democrats just wrote a whole new constitution and just acted like that's always been it. Right. And be like, what are you talking <laughs> about? This is, this is what, There's no freedom of speech. It's never been. Duh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the type of, that's. That's the type of games that they play, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying. That w- that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, you know. But so when you say Nancy Nancy Pelosi and the Twenty Fifth Amendment, of course. Well, well they're gonna. <laughs> here's my thing on that. I don't think it's for Trump. I don't think it's for him. I think it's if somehow, some way, Biden wins, that's their ticket to get him out. Oh, I already know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Biden. See, Bi- you know what? You know, Biden is good for them because he'll just listen oh yeah biden wants the kickbacks biden wants the he wants he wants everything that comes with being in office Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah you already see how he's leveraged his his position in the past to do things Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i mean he got he got the burisma thing with his son his um, his son i don't i don't know what it is i mean his son is like very popular amongst all these four i mean but he's crooked so it's like he's easy to corrupt like He's already he's he's not being corrupted. He's corrupting. Yeah. <laughs> he's the bad influence. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I, so Biden is Biden is like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be the president. Cool. I yeah. get to fly on the jet. Yeah, cool. Yeah, let's you know what I mean? Kamala is the one that they want in there. Evil. That thing is evil. We and you know what you know what you know why I say that she's the main one. See, I just don't think that they could get her elected. No, no. You well, know. as you saw, she was like what dead last. <laughs> no, you can't get you. You couldn't. I don't. You know, I don't think this. I I don't think that Americans, especially especially older Americans, would would elect a woman president. No, not right now. I wouldn't. And especially somebody of stop. as fake as Kamala. I was going to say of color. I was going to say stop. She's Indian. <laughs> oh, yeah. So whatever. She's whatever. She's she's whatever you she's want her to be. She's a chameleon. Yeah, she's a chameleon. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think you can get her. I don't think she's electable. Mm-hmm. But I think she's who they want. And, and it's not so much because, well, she's going to do whatever the radical left wants her to do. But at the same time, she also, she she's also part of a protected class Mm -hmm. and and um, no but you see that right listen the media and these politicians everybody everybody that's on this side on that side they do things for a reason you you understand what i'm saying yeah and everything comes back to politics because politics is where the power is at so we just seen you know months of athletes celebrities and entertainers and politicians you know with the phrase say her name brianna taylor this and this and that. Now, I, I've said it in past episodes. I'll say it again, and I'll keep saying it because this is the truth. They don't care about Breonna Taylor. Right. But what they care about is building this narrative that the black woman is disrespected in our society. Right? Mm-hmm. Therefore, what they want you to do is not criticize any woman or and or person of color. And then they bring their agenda to one of those protected classes that they've created through these narratives. And then we can't say anything. Yeah. You see, and I've talked about this before, that when before Kamala Harris accepted the nomination for vice presidency, there was a memo that went out, not because she they didn't know she was going to be it, but they just said it's going to be a woman of color. So a memo went out to all the major news organizations telling them 
you better be mindful of how you report on the next vice president. Some of the things you say will be construed as being racist or sexist. Now, what does that do? That means as an editor, I go, Kamala Harris just did something that's crazy, (laughs) ridiculous here. And she's going to get this country burned to the ground. But I don't want to say that because they're going to then turn around and say, you're racist, you're sexist. You see what I'm saying? Right. So so when when I watch what's going on over here in sports, the political statements they're making in sports, that tells me about what they're trying to do in politics. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like it, it foreshadows you go, why do they keep doing that? Why do they keep saying this? Oh, okay. They're creating a narrative. Mm-hmm. Like I've said before, nobody really, everybody that's the power people behind this defund the police movement don't actually believe the police are a problem. What they believe is that the police are a problem to their redistribution of wealth plan. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we need to create a narrative to get the regular people People who depend on the police, who need the police, who actually pay taxes and and are good law-abiding people, we need to turn them against the police. How do we do that? Continuously showing these police brutality videos on a loop, painting the narrative that the police are racist, the police are bad, they're coming for you next. Even though your only interaction with the police have been positive, you buy into the narrative, and next thing you know, you're out there, you know, asking for the cops to be defunded yeah and the people back here are going okay good now that we got the people to agree to this now we can redistribute the wealth and now we're issuing in our socialist plan it's really that simple like so every time you see something like you know when i see lebron say something trust me there's a reason there's somebody else behind that that's benefiting from it and you just got to put the pieces together so yeah that 25th amendment their whole plan is kamala harris Mm -hmm. that's it yep because she's going to be the one Who's going to implement the policies that is going to bring in this whole new communist realignment that we're going to be going through? That's her plan. So, And you won't say nothing about it or be a racist or a sexist. Either way. Uh-huh. Homophobic, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, that's literally what we're going these days. You know, they just – I mean, we just talked about Amy Coney Barrett. Coney Barrett, they just said, you know, she used the term sexual preference and now everybody's saying that that's offensive. Because Didn't you one, post today that it's some, that it's out of the dictionary or something like that? Well, yeah, but not only that, but I also seen something where a lot of LGBTQ groups are now saying the same thing. They didn't say this last week. No. But she said it, so it's homophobic. Oh, my God. You're a bigot if you believe that, just like she is, just like the person who nominated her, Trump, is. That's why we got to get rid of him. You see how their whole answer is, let's just get rid of Trump. Yeah. Racism, let's get rid of Trump. You know what I mean? Somebody cut in front of you at the the store today, got to get rid of Trump. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. That's re- that that's that's their whole that's their whole plan. You know, just get rid of Trump. So forget about the fact that Biden was in office for eight years and never addressed a single thing. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, they didn't care then. No, it didn't matter. There wasn't racism or systematic racism or. Oh my gosh! Today, who was it? Somebody was speaking, and they were referencing. They basically referenced the three strike law, uh, without saying in so many words the ninety four crime bill. Talked about how you know the the black community has suffered so much from all these crimes of from marijuana, people having life sentences because of this. And it was like you do know who you're talking about, right? <laughs> but you didn't say it. It was like talking about how horrible, you know, all this is and how our country is 
racist because of these things. And it's like, you're talking about your candidates <laughs> specifically. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, it's crazy. It's just, it's, it's crazy how, uh, you know, people don't see these things. It blows my mind that people don't see these things. How obvious, how blatantly obvious this all is. And they just bury their head. Well, it's easier. Like we said earlier, I think a lot of people are banking on not having to do anything. Well, then, and, you know. Yeah, exactly. And there's this other thing that's coming out. I haven't really looked into it, but we talked about they said they got some emails linking Hunter mm-hmm. Biden and Joe Biden, you know, to Ukraine and all that. And, and, you know, I haven't I haven't thoroughly looked into it, so I don't know completely. But I will say this. I just don't understand. Once again, it goes back to some of the tactics that they do where it's just let me just say this. And it's true. Yeah. Just because I said it or let me just if I don't acknowledge it. It's not there, you know. You know what I mean? Like, have have you ever um have? But it's like you know, you know. It's like when you got, you know, you're out, you go out to eat or something like that, and you're like, you know, you're kind of calculating things in your head, and you're kind of like, man, I don't know how much money I really got here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how much this is gonna be, and I don't know, like, but you're just kind of like. You know, and you're, you're kind of just spending money, and you're kind of like, I know money is leaving my bank account, <laughs> but if I don't look at it. Oh, <laughs> uh, the bank sometimes doesn't get checked till Monday. <laughs> just but you know what I mean? You're kind of like. Hey, it's, it's, it's accepted. It's accepted. <laughs> that means there's still some. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like, I just, I just, because once I see it, then you're like, okay, now gotta I got to stop. I got to stop. You're accountable. But you're like, I don't see anything there. <laughs> You know what I mean? I didn't get that low balance text. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's almost like they do the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? With like, like for example, this is what I just I don't I don't I don't get it. Trump was impeached for a phone conversation that he had, right? <laughs> In which he kind of just nonchalantly said responded to something that they said. You know, we're going to investigate. Oh yeah, go ahead and investigate that. Yeah. And they took that and made that into quid pro quo. That really means this, coded words, this and this and that. Mm-hmm. But yet, Joe Biden, when speaking with the Council of Foreign Relations on tape, it wasn't quid pro quo. It was blatant. Yeah. If you don't do this, <laughs> you will not get that. Yeah. Simple. You don't. You want this billion dollars that is American taxpayer money, not yours, Joe's, ours. Yeah. You know that's supposed to be to aid you in you in, in defense of your enemies, which will help our interests because we don't want to strengthen people that don't like America. Mm-hmm. So we're going to aid you guys in your fight against these people, so they don't come after us. But instead, Joe says, "No, I'm going to withhold American taxpayer dollars that can possibly put American lives at risk." Just so you can fire somebody who's investigating my son. Yeah. And he said it. Like. Joked the, about it. He Yeah, he made a joke. People laughed. And he said it got done. Yeah. He he literally threatened a foreign, uh, a, a, a foreign official with withholding our money so his son doesn't get investigated. Yeah. And he and and yet you impeached the president. For that. for nothing, yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, and yet this is the guy you guys have as running as your candidate. Like, I, I don't get it, man. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't get it. Like, this would be easy. 
Yeah, it's almost like a slam dunk. I'm telling you, I still say it. I think they're trying to fumble on purpose. I really feel like they're going, "Eh, we're not going to win. They weren't going to win with anybody that they had. Joe was probably one of the shoe-ins for, uh, maybe because he was vice president with Obama. The Obama thing, I think. That was probably the only thing, but I don't think they ever feel like they can win this because I think what it's just going to be is, well, let's just have a civil war. That, That might be their thing. It might just say, "Hey, let's be, we think we can win it mil- militarily." Mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't know. Which would be funny. Yeah, it'd be kind of. Fun. I don't think that'd happen. But you know, yeah, I don't. I don't get that, man. How do they? How do you? How do you nominate somebody? And how is this guy a serious con- nomination for the presidency when you did the exact? So, so he, going back to what I'm talking about here, mm-hmm. right? Can we impeach him day one for something he did back then? Right. Yeah. I mean, you you impeached the president. Yeah, they did it with Trump right away, almost. Uh, hey, I think man, this is is this is gonna be interesting like next couple of weeks here. Twenty days. How about this though? This will be the last thing we talk about before we go in. <laughs> <laughs> so Ice Cube, we all know Ice Cube. We do. NWA rapper, you know, Friday movies and all that stuff. He's been talking about this uh, contract with Black America. And he's been wanting, he's been putting it out there for both parties, mm-hmm. you know, saying, hey, let's sit down at the table. Let's talk. What can you do for our community? And he said, and he he said this in a tweet, he said that when he put that out there, he said, Democrats told him, we'll talk after the election. Republicans said, come on in. Yeah. And he's met with the Trump administration and they, you know, changed some things, you know, Trump unveiled his little platinum the platinum plan where he's setting aside 500 billion dollars investments into the black community which more likely it means like blacks black owned small businesses Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so you know you already can imagine what they're saying about ice cube now you know he's a sellout you know he's working with trump and this and that what i here's here's what i'm thinking here's what i'm saying i think a lot of people are missing this right you you democrats said we'll talk after the election we'll talk after the election so have you ever bought a car yeah yeah okay you bought a car you know have has a salesperson ever told you when you said so how much is a car let's talk <laughs> about that after you sign the paperwork right yeah does that make any sense no not at all yeah let's talk about that at, oh yeah you you're hired you can get the job cool how much am i making let's talk about that after you start yeah <laughs> After your first day, you, you, yeah. Does this does that not make any sense? Unless it's because Democrats believe that they own your vote. Right. You're not going to vote for Trump. We know that. We'll talk afterwards. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Just go vote. Vote or die. Right. <laughs> vote like your life depends on it. Yeah. Vote because Trump's going to kill you. Yeah. Vote because Trump is going to make a signal on November fourth. To all the white supremacists to kill all the people of color in America. Right. That's what you need to do. The Klan is waiting outside your <laughs> front door. Cross is burning. They are burning down your house and killing your family. Yeah. Vote. Yeah, but what are you going to give us in return for your vote? We're Don't not going to kill you. <laughs> With your campaign. That's, that's what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. They should say, vote for Biden because he's not going to kill you. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> right. Like. That's so crazy to me that they would even say that. Oh, we'll get with you after the election. Yeah. Are you guys going to pack the court? Find out after the election. 
You know what? This this election is full of surprises. Oh my gosh. If you vote Democrat, the voting Democrat is like the uh you ever watch like uh um Let's make a deal. Yeah. And they'd be like, here's a trip over here. Yeah. <laughs> here's a brand new car. But what's behind curtain number two? I don't know. <laughs> the Democrat win is the curtain number three. Cur- yeah, curtain number three. Curtain what is number it? Three. Mm, pick it and find Vote out. Vote and find out. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> My gosh. This doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you not, like, that's so disrespectful in a way. It's almost saying, like, yeah, come on, like you, you know Stop what? Trying to, yeah. You know what, man? Who are you guys? What are you trying to do? Are you gonna go talk? You gonna go talk to Trump? You ain't talking to Trump. <laughs> but that's what. But that's what they do. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like they, they, they make, they build this narrative and they build this stigma that goes along with anybody that meets with Trump, anybody that has anything to do with Trump, because they don't like him. Yeah. Look what they did to Kanye. Man, look, listen. You know, I heard him say, Kamala Harris said it in the last debate, Trump picked, had 50, you know, judges that he put in for life, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And none of them were black. Let me say something, though, to that. If Trump picked 50 black judges, the next day, all the black entertainers, D.L. Hughley, Snoop Dogg, uh, you know, Obama, all these people would have came out and said, yeah, he just appointed 50 sellouts, right. 50 Uncle Toms. We don't count them. Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who he t- – because when they when, – when all of them went to the White House, when, you know, Angela Stanton and all of them, they get to go – they meet, especially like black voices for Trump and all these people, Candace Owens, Blexit. You know, we went this past weekend. Yeah. All a bunch of sellouts. Mm-hmm. So they don't count. You know, do black people support Donald Trump? Do Hispanic people support Donald Trump? No, not real ones. Yeah. They wouldn't even on the headlines. They even just said it was just his base. What That's does what that they mean? Said. It's just his base. They wouldn't even acknowledge that there was any minorities whatsoever there. They just called him his base. That's what I'm saying. So it doesn't it doesn't matter. And so that's they're so confident in that that they'll tell somebody like Ice Cube, talk to us after the election. Yeah, we got other things to worry about. We ain't worried about you. We, ain't, we okay. Well, what are you going to do for our community? Don't worry. Well, come on. Who are you going to vote for? Trump? Get out of here. Yeah. Go wait outside. Anyways, you know, th- that's that's really the attitude that they have because they know, hey, if you do meet with Trump, which we don't think you will, but if you do, we're just going to start calling you a bunch of names mm-hmm. and everybody's going to listen to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it, it's sick cuz na- that's what they're doing Ice Cube now. Oh, I'm sure. This I, is I, the this is the guy who made F the police NWA <laughs> and now he's a sellout because he's but th- here's another thing I said like how much leverage do you have when you tell when it's when you, it's between two 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 jobs? You got two jobs. Hey, um, how much money are you gonna pay me? I'm gonna pay you twenty dollars an hour. Twenty dollars an hour? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go. Well, how much are they gonna pay me? Well, you know what? I'm not really not gonna go ask them. So can you pay me more? No, I'm gonna pay you fifteen now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna go ask. You know, I'm not gonna go ask them. I'm, you're just my only choice. Mm-hmm. You have no leverage. Like, yeah. how do you not say, hey? We're willing to listen to both sides, and whoever has the best, that's what we're going to go with. Yeah. You're only listening to one, and then and then you complain and say, "Hey, we don't get what we want." Well, because you 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 have you've you've sworn your loyalty and allegiance to one party and one party only. Yeah. So that party knows you ain't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Do whatever I want. You know what I mean? They're like the you know they're like the spouse that let themselves go. Where are you going? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> 
the, one's going to want you. The Democrats Look for 60 years have been letting themselves go. <laughs> and they're fat and sloppy and, you know. Wearing a moo-moo. Yeah, they're, they're, they don't shower every day. <laughs> they kind of stink. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they don't brush their teeth. Yeah. And they just say, where are you going? <laughs> You're not going. Anybody going to want you. No one's going to want you. Come on. That's really how they play in it. Especially when it comes to minorities, that's how they do it. Yeah, no, They it's true. own your vote. Yeah. That's what they that's basically what they're telling Ice Cube and his old contract and you know, they're probably laughing like, hey, this guy came up with a contract with Black America whatever. Contract. Get out of here. Yeah. Vote or die. Simple. <laughs> you know? What does Snoop Dogg say? Vote for Biden or die. You know what I mean? Like that's it. That's all. That's all they're gonna rely on. It's it's so it's so condescending and it's so paternalistic. Like you know, I I hope people I hope people start to see, you know, that this is what's going on, man. That if you if you really want to talk about systemic racism, yeah, that's it right there. When they believe that you're so embedded in this system for them mm-hmm. that they won't even take your offers or your 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 uh, you ideas. Know, to helping your own community. You don't take them serious. Yep. They don't. And it's like, man, it's crazy. And I, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at Twitter and, and they are, you know, there's people that are like, I can't believe you, Ice Cube. You really would do, like, I can't believe you. Like, he, you know what? He, I'm going to say this. It's like this. Mm-hmm. Like, if my goal was really to suppress or oppress people of color, mm-hmm. right, I would do exactly what they've done. And that's... You know, align them, commit them to one party, right? And have them so scared of this other party that you will take you 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 will allow abuse from yeah. this party, right? You will allow neglect from this party. You will allow them to keep you poor, keep you disenfranchised, keep people living on the streets, keep people depending on government. They will, they, they will keep, you will keep doing all the things that are bad for you mm-hmm. because you're so scared of what the other side is going to bring. Yeah. I mean, look, I will, I'll walk outside right now and drive down the street, down Western, towards Century, towards Manchester. You know what I mean? Make a right, go towards Normandy. And it's, this is South Central L.A. Mm-hmm. How can it get any worse? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is the bottom so how how what is the other side going to do that is so bad? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but that's how they play on fear. Yeah, it's a, it's an abusive relationship. It really is. They right. alienate you. You sit there and they abuse you, and they've told you anybody outside of me is look, look at what we have now. They're so I've heard so many people say, I I'd, I'd anybody but Trump. Anybody but Trump, and I've said this from the very start, that would be like me being in an abusive relationship with somebody and saying, I don't care who else is, who else is out there. I will be with anybody but this guy because he's, because he's so abusive. I don't care if the guy has a track record of beating people for 47 years, if anybody but him. But it's this mental, they've kept him so alienated to not believing you know the truth and terrified of the truth and sad the um but that's how you that's that's how you pimp <laughs> yeah i mean that's how you pimp mm-hmm. like for real like you want to you want to you, you want to pimp okay you want to think about going to another pimp watch what happens to you watch i'm gonna yeah. keep you in fear mm-hmm. you know what i mean i want to keep you in fear matter of fact when another pimp come around look at the ground don't even yeah. look at him in the face yeah i don't want you to 
because because ain't nothing. Everything over there is horrible. Mm-hmm. It's with me, that, and that's really how they treat. It. That's exactly. really how it is. Exactly. Listen, if you want to be a dumb white supremacist, if you want to be a dumb white supremacist, put a hood on, burn crosses, you have a swastika on your face, whatever you want to do. That's mm-hmm. dumb. That you're a dumb white supremacist. You want to be a smart white supremacist, an effective white supremacist, be a Democrat. Yeah, it's right. really simple. Yeah, because you because the other one is trying to oppress from the outside while the democrat he oppresses from the inside Mm -hmm. he plays a psychological game with you you oppress you so at the end of the day he can go i i I didn't do anything i I didn't do anything yeah they believe what they want to believe you know it's crazy i just seen right here it said um senator john kennedy says the new hunter biden reports as serious as four four heart attacks and a stroke wow (laughs) pretty serious (laughs) we'll see what happens with that but i hope something yeah, I hope something. You know what? Because I because if something doesn't happen, then you start saying, "Are we just doing the same thing?" Exactly. I mean, are we just are we just making these threats and there's no action? Yeah, is this just all for the election? Yeah, stop. We'll see. Do something. Um, we got a we got an interview coming up this week, a couple of days. I think you guys are gonna like it. It's, it's gonna be really uh, it's real impressive. These people I'm really impressed with. I met them yeah. in D.C. And uh, you're going to be talking to a leader of an organization that's really doing some good things. So It's amazing. Yeah. So you're going to need to check that out. Um, like I said, this is how we're going to do it. One day, we're talking back and forth, different topics. And next time, next episode, it's going to be, you know, talking to somebody. And, you know, I think when we talk to people, we want to we wanna be more practical. Because one of the things we want to talk about is, like, Let's start doing things. Let's not let's listen. This this election is going to come and go like every other one has. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's just a lot of of big frenzy around it because it's the election, of course, and it's the president of the United States. But at the same time, it's like let's build beyond this. Right. You know, because like I said, our mission is bigger than this election, so we're going to keep going. Mm-hmm. I'm not even worried. I'm not even worried about the election. I'm worried about what tangible things can we start doing right now on the ground. And um, that's the type of people we have it on this show. That's the type of people that uh, you know we want. We want to merge into this whole movement where, yeah, our politicians are important. Our politics are important, and who's the president is important. Yeah. But what's more important is that we do for ourselves, and we start putting together things that are tangible, and they're things that are going on that we can really benefit from now. I look forward to it. Me too. It'll be good. Great show. Good job. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. I thank everybody for for uh, joining us and uh, listening. We ask that you share this, um, comment on it if we post something about it, or you know, leave your comment in, in the website. I believe you can. Um, you know, g- get with us, get with us, connect with us on social media. You know, at the No Spoon Podcast and uh, at Red Pill Nikki. That's where she's at on IG and Twitter, I believe. I'm on both, but I don't. I don't, I don't really, really use Twitter too much. I use Twitter for news. I yeah, look me at, too. You know, but, but it's fun to have a little snarky little comments here and there. And every just once walk in a while, off. yeah, yeah. But so yeah, you know, get with us there. We're, we're, we'll have more stuff coming. Um, and uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next time. This is Red Pill Che with Red Pill Nikki here at the No Spoon Podcast. Till then, peace. <laughs>